Therefore, it is my final wish that the first couple to give birth to a Bundy male, named after me and born in wedlock, <laughs> will receive my entire estate. That sum being $500,000. Let's rock. I get a woman. No man presents live from the nudie bar, the Married with Children podcast. And here are your hosts, Dan, Jamie, and Ash. Oh, man, I'm tired. Uh, oh, yeah, my name is Al. Hey, I remember these. Tasty, crunchy, good for snacking right out of the box. Mmm. <laughs> I am Jamie, and I guess it's Buenos Nachos to Uncle Stymie. And I was Dan Chase. <laughs> well, you gotta X him out of the book, Jamie. <laughs> uh, he is no longer. We are reviewing And Baby Makes Money. Season 5, Episode 11, Director Jerry Cohen, Writers, Art Everett, Michael Moy, Al and Peggy stand to inherit a fortune by producing another Bundy baby. Wow. And we just got, like, Dan, we talked about last week. Oh, and welcome back, Jamie. Yeah, welcome Thank back, Jamie. Thank you. We missed you so much. I missed you guys. <laughs> the joke about... Peg wanting another baby because Kelly moved out, and then we see what would really happen if she got her wish, so that's funny. The meaning behind the title of this episode, And Baby Makes Money, it's a children's rhyme and a movie, And Baby Makes Six, and the old phrase, And Baby Makes Three. Why do we have to go through the family album and X out the dead guy? <laughs> uh, Dad says it helps at Christmas time. <laughs> Never send a present to someone who won't send one back. And we should X out mom and dad. Soon enough, Kel, soon enough. But in Kelly, it's their job to X out the dead guy from the photo album because it's easier when Christmas rolls around because you don't send a gift to a guy who's not going to send one back. It's a, It amazes me that they find it so difficult to remember if someone's alive or not. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, sometimes you forget, oh, yeah, Uncle Eugene, yeah, his favorite uh, team. Is it the Cowboys or the Buccaneers? And, and it's like, <laughs> this, these people can't remember if he's alive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we have to X him out to keep track. <laughs> oh, God, why did it have to be him? Why did it have to be him? <laughs> Was that convincing, Peg? I wasn't pushing it too much, was I? I mean, I don't want to seem greedy at the will reading. Well, then maybe you shouldn't have asked for dibs on his gold fillings. And this is for his favorite guy in the family. Right. So Al doesn't even really care if his favorite person in the family is dead. He has to fake that. Right. This is just a little thing I noticed, but I'm sure you guys didn't. For some reason, I, I was w watching with headphones... There was a guy in the audience who kept yelling word at the end of people's laughter. Really? Yeah. So I'm, I was wondering if this is going to keep going through the whole episode. Like, did not, somebody not walk over and go, dude, please stop doing that. <laughs> but uh, he must have stopped after the first uh, initial scene. Um, so I'll play that, though. That was a popular saying back then. Word to your mother. I still say it. Word. Word. <laughs> what do you think your uncle was worth, Dad? Bud, how can you put a worth on the life of a man like Uncle Buckwheat? <laughs> Stymie, Al. What's the difference? Neither one of them were germane to the plots. <laughs> the point is he saved all his money, and now I'm going to get it. Let's go, Pete. It's true, though, man. I I'd have a lot more money if I wasn't married. But the thing is... It's because my lifestyle would be a lot lesser. I wouldn't have a house and stuff. So if I had an apartment and had my job and just did whatever, oh, my God. Right. Life would be very different. Mm -hmm. Do you think it would be better or worse? 
No, no. It's it's better this way. It's just a shame that you can't really save all that much, you know. Right. And once you have kids, you can forget any of that. <laughs> yes. That's why Jamie's in a rush to have kids. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> she hates having money. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, no, guys. Kids are great, even though none of the three of us have any. <laughs> <clears throat> My situation will not be changing anytime soon. <laughs> or ever. Mine either. <clears throat> Alan Pegg tricked the kids into going alone. Now, the, they said the funeral... Do they norm like I don't know because I never got left anything in my life after the funeral? Do you go right to like the lawyer's office? No, no, <laughs> not like directly from there. No, usually it takes like at least probably a week or two, right? It takes time because there, yeah, there's a whole bunch of legal stuff involved and right. But they are always on TV. They do. <laughs> they do it the same right. way. Like I, I we only have 22 minutes here. <laughs> They're like, let's right. go. And so the legacy, I, Stymie C. Bundy, leave you, the last surviving male Bundys, is proof that a male Bundy can achieve greatness. Did I mention that I never married? (laughs) Well, regardless, I'm sure you men have all become successful in your own ways. Iggy Bundy. I'm sure you became the astronaut you dreamed of. Lester Bundy. I got a brother named Lester. I'm sure you achieved your dream of becoming a brain surgeon. (laughs) Eugene Bundy. I wonder if you achieved your goal of becoming bank president. I did. And I love when they pan to Eugene and the lady just lifts her arms up and points the gun right at his head. Like, (laughs) you got to do that just because I'm answering a question? Or just because someone's <laughs> mentioning my name in a will? Right. <laughs> what, is there a bigger threat here? Uh, oh, and that's another thing. You think somebody would get released from jail just to just to be at one of those? I don't know. Maybe they have to let them. I don't think so. No? Like, yeah, no. Oh, okay. I don't think so, Al. Did you see Cool Hand Luke? He didn't even get to go to his mom's funeral. Right? Exactly. They put him in the box. Um, <laughs> I will say that of all the family members... At least, I think Al scored with the best-looking wife. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but why did the kids not want to uh, – why did the kids want to go so bad? Because they knew – because they thought they were going to get money? Yeah, I think so. Like, normally – Yeah, I love Buds. You're not coming back. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, because n- normally it would be like the other episode where they're trying to like, – like when Alan Kelly stayed home, it, it would be like a thing to get out of something like that, right? right. Yeah. Except for the fact that there's money involved, which totally makes sense. Yeah, because they already mentioned the money at that point, too. Right, exactly. So that's yeah. on everyone's mind. <laughs> right. Um, now, this uncle, uh, he's named after the Little Rascals. Yeah, Stymie was the little black kid who wore, like... Um, he wore the pork pie hat. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we get some, some pretty good jokes out of that, you know, because first Al calls him... Spanky, or as one of them, uh, buckwheat. Yeah. Al calls him buckwheat. first. Al calls him buckwheat. Then Kelly calls him spanky, and then Al's just like Uncle Gang. Gang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, then he. Oh, and I love the line. He's like, it doesn't like it matters. Neither of them were germane to the plots, you know. Which <laughs> is that true? Is I mean, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, most of the time it was Spanky and Alfalfa doing right. stuff. Oh wow. And, they were, you know, there were a bunch of side characters, but they rarely had their own storylines. Okay, yeah, and IMDb, I didn't go crazy looking up Little Rascals because you could do that if you want to. I mean, the one thing I see, nineteen thirty, Little Rascals, best of our gang. So that's what Al meant when he said gang. Right. And yeah. then there's another nineteen fifty nine, which is obviously it can't be true. I mean, like because they were still kids, they ain't like the college years. So uh, I, I don't know, like, what the release – I didn't really get into it, but that's just called Little Rascals Varieties. I don't even know how long that show really ran, but I got to say, I'm into classic uh, stuff, even classic comedy, but I ne- it never appealed to me. Maybe just looking at them, it just seemed like, yeah, I don't think I'd really be into this. 
I like the movie that they made. Them. Yeah, are they good? I uh, yeah, I just I like thought the movie. so, yeah. I um actually had I worked with a guy um like last year who was twenty three and he is a huge our gang fan. Mm-hmm. And he would sit at work and watch episodes on his phone and just laugh and laugh and laugh. And that always tickled me because he's so young. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, good for you. You know, it just it it made me smile. Yeah. Check out the one like one of my favorite, like I think is the one of the funniest episodes is the Wild Man of Borneo episode. I would say if you don't have if you've never watched any of those, anybody out there um, that one's on YouTube, just. Check that one out because I think it's one of the funniest episodes. It cracks me up, um, okay. like to no end. But anyway, yeah, that was um, that and um, Three Stooges. I always loved Little Rascals, Our Gang, and Three. <laughs> Funny you said that. That's what I was just going to bring up because that is the closest thing to these guys I ever really attempted to get into. And I just, I know I could have done it for free on YouTube, but. I went out and I bought like <clears throat> three of their volumes because at that time they were like selling these volume packs of the Three Stooges. And I'm pretty sure I, I watched all the golden years, quote unquote, of them. And I got to say, like, they were watchable and, and I got in the mode and stuff, but it wasn't super engaging to me or it just wasn't funny enough or something enough. And it's weird because I love Abbott and Costello. Like, that's my right. favorite probably comedy ever mm-hmm. uh all their stuff is just so the timing is just perfection and their acting is so good and and they have pretty strong plots and things like that so that really appeals to me but for some reason i couldn't get into the three stooges the way i really thought i would right i think that i, I like the idea of them i like the way they look i like the time it was done in and i love the violence and stuff but i don't know just like something is missing that clicks with me. It didn't for some reason. It's it's extremely mindless, and I think that um, it everybody's different, but for me, it works best as like background noise. Like for instance, they show it every. I be, I believe this is correct because I used to watch The Walking Dead every week, and um, the next morning they would show it on AMC, like early morning before I would go to work. So like getting up. Ready, getting ready to go to work or whatever. Um, I have it on in the background, and it's so stupid. Like I can't see me sitting down and focusing in on it, but at the same time, like glancing at it, and just because it's nonstop, like physical comedy, just stupid stuff. It is entertaining to, uh, on that level, but I think you're right. Like further than that, I don't see myself getting into it. Maybe that's a personal preference thing, but to me, it's just, just kind of stupid. And, and I'll be honest with you, even though, you know, the setup is a little different every, every episode, it, they're pretty much the more or less though. a one trick pony. Right. That's true. But I even went to see the three stooges movie a few years ago. Like oh, in- remember that? Like in the theater. Who was in that, Jamie? Who who played? Oh, was it? No, not Jim Carrey. Will Sasso. Okay. Uh, right? Wasn't he like uh, the bald one? I don't Curly? know. Yeah, I saw that movie, and I was mildly into that. But even well, then, wasn't that the Fowley Brothers that did that? Yeah, something about something Mary. Like yeah. Okay. Yep. It was pretty good. It was all right. All right. It, it was a really good tribute, but whatever. Right. Right. And last, and most certainly least, Al Bundy. Al, get your hands out of your pants. You never really had a dream, but I only hope you had the sense to dump that wild redhead who stole my wallet. In conclusion, rather than dividing my estate between all you vultures, I've decided to make one Bundy really happy. If it's you, Al, I... Really love you. <laughs> if it's me, I, I don't even know you. <laughs> hey, 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 listen. This episode had probably the most laugh out loud moments that I've that I've had so far. <laughs> Like when me and my girlfriend were watching this, we were dying laughing, and and that was at one of them. I, we were just cracking up at this episode. This episode is really funny. Yeah, that's the best line though. Like, and I I love that blankness behind Peg's. Like, she's just like, if it's you, Al, I really love you. Number one, you're so sarcastic 
but you're saying it as if you're not. Right. right. Two, there's such a emptiness behind her words. <laughs> like right. even what she's saying is just so vacant of uh, vacant of anything like human. Therefore, it is my final wish that the first couple to give birth to a Bundy male, named after me, and born in wedlock, <laughs> will receive my entire estate. That sum being $500,000. I wonder if Jamie got her old calculator out. They're going to get $500,000. Jamie, how much is that today? <laughs> I actually was going to ask you guys um, what the actual... Was this 91 Oh, I forgot to say that. Oh, God, I'm losing it. Original air date, December 16th, 1990. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, so we're almost into 91. All right. It's okay to mention that 15 minutes into the show, right? <laughs> it's fine. Sure. <laughs> we're professionals around here. Yeah. Listen, now that I'm on big time, I'm really, really becoming professional. That's $965,719.20. Wow. Jesus. That's a ton, man. I don't know if it's worth having a baby. Um, I think it is. <laughs> I don't think I... Well, yeah, well, you don't have to do it. I well, don't think I would have a baby for less than a million. No, we discussed this. What you could do is just pay somebody like to take care of it. And then, you know, like a large sum of money to take care of the kid. Yeah, or just give it away to like a, a foster home or whatever. Yeah. Right, exactly. Then you could just uh, take the profits. Boom. So you have to have a baby, <laughs> a male, in wedlock. And that's weird. When they said in wedlock, Al made a face as if him and Peg. I think, well, I think that that meant, or he had to have it with her. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Wow, I didn't even get that joke. Wow, <laughs> nice, Jamie. It's good to have you back, Jamie. Yeah, Thanks, it changes man. everything. <laughs> good Lord. He was picturing like a hot blonde from the nudie bar, probably, but he has to have it with his wife. <laughs> wow, I like that. So as soon as they hear about this, I like how the camera pans and everyone's mounting each other. <laughs> right. <laughs> right in the office. <laughs> this may be a stupid question, but why would you hide your birth control pills? Safety precaution. Oh, Kelly. No. Al. <laughs> he got a hold of them once. He thought there were food I was hiding in my purse. <laughs> so he ate them while watching a ball game. <laughs> you know, he actually kind of liked it because he didn't have to shave for a month. <laughs> I don't get it. Why take birth control when you could get 500,000 bucks for a Bundy baby boy? Plus what the zoo would pay you for it. <laughs> you know... I wouldn't have another baby if gold dust dripped out of its nose. <laughs> I mean, sure, the money would be nice. I mean, all that trouble, the screaming and the crying and changing those diapers three or four times a week. <laughs> well, at least that left your weekends free. You'd think. But, I mean, you go away for the weekend, and when you come home, they are never where you left them. <laughs> Peg was pregnant for 10 months with Bud, apparently, which I, I I find hard to believe because she said once they come out, they never want to go back in. <laughs> Great line. <laughs> and that's not the case for Bud at all. No. He's dying to hook up with a chick. Yeah, but give him time to get jaded. Yeah. Well, we, we'll never see that, Jamie, because no one's apparently interested in the uh, Married with Grandchildren show. <clears throat> Except us. And everybody listening. And everybody that you mentioned it to. <laughs> <laughs> like, so many people are like, yeah, that show was great. They should bring it back. Meanwhile, they haven't watched an episode in 15 years. But oh, Right, right. Well, and you know what else that uh, dawned upon me the other day is a lot of people say that they want something – but then when they get it, like the response is just crickets. I remember, um, like for for instance, the reason that made me think of that is that movie, The Incredibles Two. Remember how much people wanted that movie? Like people wanted a sequel so bad. And then I just saw like it came out like a while ago. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I never even heard of it. <laughs> yeah, nobody mentioned a word. Exactly. Like you wanted it that bad, huh? By the way, 
stallion. But he's out buying Playboy, Penthouse, Biker Babes. You know, a little gas for the engine. How disgusting that a man should need outside stimulation. It's so insulting to a woman. Who do you think of when you're with Al? James Bond. All of them. How about you? Oh, I like to keep my fantasies simple. It starts with me in a really tight, short dress at the end of a bar. At the other end, they're greasing up Mike Tyson. He's shadow boxing and starting to sweat. Then the scene changes. It's now Madison Square Garden. A smoky crowd throbs with anticipation. Go, Marcy, they buzz. Tyson turns into George Foreman, who eyes me like a basket of muffins. Who the hell would fantasize about making love to George Foreman? Well, he's got five kids, so somebody did. <laughs> and they all named George. <laughs> or eight kids. How many kids? It's five, right? Or maybe it's six. I don't know. Oh, there's like 43 now. Um, did you guys have a George Foreman grill? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever happened to those? Those were so awesome and official. I still have. I, I you still do? Have mine. Yeah. Do you use it? Yeah. Oh. Just... Like, well, because sometimes it's too damn cold in Michigan right. to right. go outside. So uh, I'll grill burgers and stuff in here. Or sometimes I'll make grilled chicken if Brian doesn't feel like cranking yeah. up the grill outside. So. Oh, and by the way, uh, Married with Children, the entire series, is coming to Hulu soon in November. Yep. 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 Next month, guys. That's awesome. Oh, and happy Halloween, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you believe we're here? Halloween. Ookie. We're still doing <laughs> this show for you guys. <laughs> now, what did it mean when Marcy ra- wrapped it up with Take Me Mandingo? Uh, it, mm. Are you about to say something, uh, Dan? Uh, no. Oh, yes, you were. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Take, take it away, Jamie. Uh, you just don't want to. <laughs> oh, why is this bad? I'm not touching it. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a little bit racist. <laughs> really? Very much so. Yeah. yeah. Okay, wait, let me look this up. A Louisiana plantation owner son has an affair with a slave oh my god and he's not the only one yeah i don't want to touch this yeah i would i mean you know what you're probably going to get nailed if you don't at least mention it so what i would say is like you know mercy makes a mandingo reference look that up you're on your own i'm not right, like, right, 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 right. Yeah. Exactly. well this is all live so i'm just leaving it in there oh and well i did want to get into mike tyson for a second at this point he was not in uh rape trouble um yet so that's why is he in wife beating trouble yet um i i didn't see anything about prison or anything before 1991 because when was it that he beat the crap out of or that she claimed uh robin i want to say like 93 94 right that's okay yeah that seems about right something uh, Tyson was arrested in July 1991 for the rape of an 18-year-old, Desiree Washington. Now, that may or may not have happened, but I don't believe that he raped uh, Robin Givens. I think she was probably lying about that. I At the time, I, I believed him. I Right. I really I do. I mean, she just she seemed sketchy. You know what? I was never a big fan of hers on Head of the Class anyway, so. <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> Is that why? Uh-huh. I, although I do love that new Mike Tyson, uh, I say new. It's been on for a few years now. That cartoon with uh, Norm Macdonald. Oh, I, I saw a little bit of that. It's really funny. Yeah, uh, Tyson was sentenced to six years in prison, along with four years probation in March 1992. Yeah, Ty- people apparently have welcomed him back into society a long time ago. I guess nobody believes her. And they might not believe in the Desiree thing because why else would you put a rapist in your movies and, you know, everything else they do? So I guess I don't think anyone believes it. So it is what it is. I'd be interested to see how people would approach that now because the way things go now, 
you're pretty much convicted without any, I mean, like what just happened to Chris Hardwick a while ago. Right, um, right. I was so pissed about that. I was so pissed. And then it, and then like all this stuff, I mean, cause immediately people are like, fuck Chris Hardwick. <laughs> and uh like you know and they're just you know slamming him and all this stuff and then all this other stuff comes out and you're like hmm, really see what see what you did there like yeah okay. that's the Let's thing just, wait a minute people you know, well, I, I think that now like with with the culture it's now basically yeah you're right like uh, right out of the gate like you're kind of demonized but then like you just said, it's kind of the burdens on them to kind of prove that that isn't true. And and in that case, it's like it's a public thing as well. So it happy it happens easier. But, yeah, you're right. Like it, they automatically go to you're guilty and then it's kind of up to them to oh, prove yeah. that they're not. And, and which has happened in some cases. And I'm and I'm happy that that happened with Chris Hardwick because, I mean, Chris Hardwick, really, really. But uh, wait, let's get to this girl real quick. I, I kind of glossed over the lawyer. Oh, dude. Yeah, her name is Beth Broderick. She's famous for Sabrina the Teenage Witch Show, Psycho Beach Party, The Bonfire of the Vanities, and The Five Mr. Bukaki? Uh, (laughs) Oh, Buchanan's. (laughs) Well, no, so here's a couple things on that. So, um, first of all, that new Sabrina show I heard on Netflix is really good. Um and I've been watching since it's Halloween. We've been watching all the sitcoms, um, you know, Home Improvement, Roseanne, oh, yeah. all the ho- all the Halloween episodes, and we've been going through all the Sabrina ones as well. So I I just watched her last night, like three episodes with her on it last night, and uh, and then she was on today. Wow, on the show. Well, I believe I'm looking at her naked right now. Oh. It's a 2011 thing called Bad Actress. She was naked in Bad Actress. She, her name was Alyssa Rampart Pillage. Al comes home with all these magazines after Marcy's uh, fantasy there, and he has Playpen. <laughs> like, they said Playboy, and they said uh, Penthouse, and then a Biker Chicks magazine, but um, he actually has a, a, a Playpen instead. Um I thought the biker chicks was funny because of Peg. Oh, yeah. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's go, baby. Well, what's wrong, honey? Marcy looked at me. (laughs) I might be shy for the night. I need some... I need some incentive. 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 Okay. We're in a boxing ring. You're George Foreman, and I'm a... Oh, no, 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 that's my incentive. Okay, uh, you want me to run upstairs and put on a garter belt? Yeah. How about my short pink teddy? You're not helping me, Peg. (laughs) I need some real incentive. Okay, okay, honey, I got it. Now, just picture this. You're sitting on the couch in front of a big screen TV. Forty inch? I wish. What? I mean, yeah. So there you are, in front of this big screen TV, and on top of it is this nice shiny VHS. Just look how clear that picture is. Slow down, baby. Slow down. And every machine in this house is wired to one remote control unit. And that remote control is yours, big boy. Let's go, Peg. Does Al nickname his penis Lance a lot? <laughs> like, you know how Steve called his Mr. Mike? Is that the guy with the big stick on the horse? Is that why he's Lancelot? <laughs> uh, well, that is a Lance. <laughs> Sir Mixalot. Or, uh... Sir Lancelot du Lac, alternatively also written as Lancelot and other spellings, is one of the knights of the round table in the Arthurian legend. Well, he's a knight. Yeah, so I guess he just lifts up the, uh, the lance. Yeah, knights joust. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I could see why he'd call it that, but I would never do that. 
And apparently Siri is our new co-host. <laughs> Thanks, Siri. <laughs> we got things to do, eyes to blindfold, and babies to make. You know, it may not work the first time, honey. I don't care. If it takes a million tries and a million tears, that youngin' shall be yours. And that money shall be mine. Come on, babe. Let's go die a little. <laughs> So how about, I love when Al says, come on, babe, let's go die a little. That's great. How are you calculating sex points for this episode? Oh, that's a, I was thinking about that. And like, I, I mean, you got to do one for every calendar flip, uh, right? <laughs> and those are nine months worth. Oh, about right. Could we just say peg one this year and just stop counting? <laughs> but we are going to do an overall one too. Now you would say, but Al is does Al win because he wants to do this to get the money. So every time he does it, that's an accomplishment. But Al does not know that right. there is no accomplishment. Mm-hmm. So right. he's just losing even regardless, even if he thought he was doing something. Yeah, he's not doing it for pleasure. Right. <laughs> right. We need a lawyer. Let's go back into that room where everyone's <laughs> mounting each other. Talk to her about it. Exactly. <laughs> to test for pregnancy, mix sample A with reagent B. What's reagent B? Hi, Daddy. What you doing? Uh, nothing you need to know about, honey. Oh, a home pregnancy test. <laughs> Let me show you. Now, you just fill the dropper to the line, and then shake the mix with the anti-HCG conjugate. Put it back into the stand. Add the litmus key. And if the test area, not the control area, turns blue, then you have a positive reading. (laughs) I uh, saw the professor do it on Gilligan's Island. Oh, well, that's okay. There's that side of Kelly again. Yeah, and she even knows all the chemical names. (laughs) She knows Lithmus paper that knows if it's an acid or a base. (laughs) <laughs> when she's going through all the stuff and she's just like dropping knowledge, Lacey just looks at me and nods and she goes, because she's a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that about my Kelly. That's my pumpkin. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but yeah, she uh, she knew everything. It's uh, But, you know, we try to ignore that here at the Married with Children podcast. <laughs> Any bunnies get pregnant yet? Nope. Good. Still got a shot. Just can't believe the babes haven't been calling, though. I mean, I'm offering me and a half million. I mean, I'll even marry the broad. What more could a girl want? A spine-crushing accident? A bald spot? A weekend in Des Moines with Orville Redenbacher and his really cool grandson? Man, I would have parlayed this into a tear that would have gone down as legend in my high school yeah and don't forget it's really nine hundred and seventy five thousand dollars so imagine you tell these girls that even if you just had that you'd probably get to hook up with them girls will do that now just for like food stamps (laughs) you need to stop hanging around lynn (laughs) try our layaway program for our people in lynn (laughs) (laughs) A layaway. I drove through Lynn the other day. (laughs) I was like, don't stop. Put up the windows. Roll them up. (laughs) What'd you guys think of the montage of he works hard for the money? Uh I loved it. And they changed it to he, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, they did? The DJ plays that song while we take our our much-needed break. Um, It would have to be this version because... Otherwise, it's a false play. Our much-needed break. (laughs) I really need a break, so we have to get the DJ to play a little music. It's time for no man to take a little break in the Jiggly Room. I'm the DJ, and I'm going to play a little bit of music that was on this week's episode of Marry With Children.
gray hair. He's in a wheelchair. He could hardly breathe. It's been <laughs> nine months of sex. I don't know if they're doing it every day. <laughs> He's white as a feather. What we what we what we could do is just give Peg thirty times nine sex points, right? Yeah. So it's two hundred seventy. I don't know. I mean, I guess we could be conservative and just give her two seventy. Either way, like you said, it's um, she won for the year. You know, there's no there's no way he's catching up to that. No. Now, is the timeline completely messed up now? Because when we were talking about when he was gardening, it should have been what in November, right? Early November, uh, nine months would be, and then there's obviously some episodes after that. So that would take us where, like, all the way to September again? Oh, like, that's right. I mean, they basically skipped Christmas. But he, here's here's something that I always contemplated with with could be a possibility of what some shows do. So when they jump ahead nine months, right, and and play out that whole scenario, maybe the episode after this one kind of goes back in the timeline. Like they jumped ahead, you know, right, to show us this. But but while we're watching all the rest of the episodes of this season. Uh, right. What we're not seeing is the stuff when Al goes upstairs to try to have a kid with Peg. Right, yeah, right. That's... And and does that mean Marcy's single this whole time too? Like yeah, for another right? year? Oh, yeah, because she so... actually stops being single next week. Right. So you, what you're saying, right? Jefferson could be here when Al has gray hair. Right. That's what. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's possible. Yeah, so when Al is, like, in this condition after trying to have a kid, I totally agree, or this is a very accurate depiction, because at one time, me and my wife tried to have a kid, but, you know, it doesn't happen the first month all the time or whatever, so it didn't, and I gotta tell you, when you're when you're doing it to have a kid, by the fourth, fifth night in a row, it is, like... It's different for some reason. It's almost not as fun as it was. It's like work? Yeah, I swear to God. Dude, I never thought that would happen because my old joke was, do you love kids? Oh, yeah, I love making them, you know, things like that. So (laughs) I swear to God, when you actually have to do this because she's ovulating or whatever, oh, my God, it almost – you literally go up the stairs the way Al did where you hold on to the banister. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's true. (laughs) <laughs> this was really accurate. So I can't imagine nine months of this. I swear to God, I'd look just like this. <laughs> Alex has that same walk after uh, editing uh, yeah, yeah, the podcast. episodes of Married with Children. <laughs> so like when I looked at this, it just re- reminded me. I was like, yeah, wow, that was like that. Huh. And I'm going to have to do it again pretty soon. <laughs> so yeah, nine months later, here we are. And Al does this thing where he just keeps, like, bringing Kelly down to him so he could whisper in her ear. And nothing he's saying is any of the words that she repeats. No, not That's at all. Best. Al, honey, my temperature is higher than it's ever been. <laughs> Daddy said he can't do it anymore. You're killing him. <laughs> oh, come on, Al. Just one more time. You'll never have to do it again. Daddy says that he can snardly heave. (laughs) Hardly breathe. (laughs) Al, it's half a million dollars. You could get cable with that kind of money. (laughs) He says, let's boogie. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that was just a great bit. Uh, turns out the chick reading the will married Eugene, the guy with the shotgun to his head, the one that was in prison, and they had the baby, they named it Stymie, and they got the money. Now, real quick, before we get into the details of this, uh, his name is Charlie Brill. This was his only episode on Married with Children. He seems famous when I look at stuff, but... Um, yeah, I said the same thing, but I looked at his credits and, and it's mostly 80s, 90s stuff. Yeah. Like, I think I saw Silk Stockings on there. Yeah, that's that's the show that Juice from the Garbage Pail Kid movie was in, uh, Ron McLaughlin. 
did, did he get killed in jail by Marilyn Manson? <laughs> no. <laughs> I have every episode of Silk Stockings. <laughs> oh, well then watch the Juice episode, Jamie. It's the, He's on a motorcycle in it. I'll... I'll have to find out. Oh, well, that narrows it down. Thanks. Right, yeah. In those six <laughs> years, you could find that one episode. So he's also on Star Trek, this guy. He's in Star Trek Deep Space Nine and Young Doctors in Love, mm. which is a strange cover. It looks like they're making bacon on the beach and the water's rolling up on them. They're making a baby? Yeah, he's still trying. He's still trying to get that money. <laughs> Uh, I love the okay. So the best line here, and of course, I can't believe he didn't have this conversation until he got to the Bundy door. But he goes, <laughs> "Honey, I'll, I'll be out in six years. You, you'll hold the money for us, won't you?" Of course, darling. <laughs> now just don't get shot trying to escape or something. Then what would I do? <laughs> <laughs> like now, this now this comes up out of all the times. She's like, don't try to escape, and then she cocks the shotgun again. Yeah, and I gotta say, the actress who played the guard, I liked her when she was pointing the gun at his head, but I gotta say, she did not convince me that she was a guard by the way she, uh, the gun. Right, and where where she was standing in the doorway, where if he actually did make a move, she would have enough, um, oh, you yeah. know, room to actually turn. Yeah, she'd be dead. Right. Yeah, so everything about uh, her as an actual guard did not convince me, but okay. That's being a little picky for a, a 90s sitcom, right? <laughs> Especially married with children. <laughs> <laughs> so Al discovers the birth control pills. But first some food, then I'll be able to watch TV sitting up again. <laughs> hey, I remember these. Tasty, crunchy, good for snacking right out of the box. <laughs> Daddy, don't eat those. Those are birth control pills. No, they're not. They're fertility pills. Mom's been taking them. (laughs) Al, I'm waiting. Leave me. Dad. Leave me. And Peg is upstairs. And I never heard this temperature thing either. Like, Peg says I'm at the right temperature. It, we didn't do anything like that uh what temperature well, maybe it? that's why it's not been working for you. <laughs> you're doing it all wrong i'm doing it wrong you know, thermometer alex get with the program you know what tiffany knows she's just not telling you oh, okay yeah she just wants to keep doing it so i get turned in now <laughs> don't tell me you put a thermometer where i'm wondering right like you it's, no, it's, no, no, no. It's a, it's no, like it's hoping. body temperature, you know. So So aren't you supposed to be ninety eight point six though? Yeah, but when you're when you're ovulating you're the heat. temperature fluctuates. So oh, okay. Wow, okay. And yeah, maybe that's why it didn't happen the first time we tried. <laughs> and he breaks a pen. Thank God the test has to be blue, right? And yeah. thank God they happen to have that cup of pens there that <laughs> That's never that's there. Never been that's there never, ever there. This <laughs> <laughs> really worked out so quickly for him. So Al breaks the pen, tricks Peg into thinking she's pregnant. We get to see her real reaction. She's not happy about it like you thought she would be if she heard this news. Oh, for joy, for joy. We are blessed. <laughs> We're what? We're what? <laughs> we did it, babe. Well, that's impossible. That can't be. I mean, not that I'm not really happy. Oh, God. (laughs) Ah, there, there, my little baby oven. Don't you ever touch me again. Oh, diapers and duty. (laughs) Feed me, wash me, unlock my door. Oh, my life is truly over. money oh honey i forgot to tell you i found out today that someone beat us to it (laughs) but honey why should we worry we have a love child on the way (laughs) wouldn't it be great if we got twins (laughs) i feel fat oh honey that means just more you to love like a hundred (laughs) pounds Gee, I hope you don't get morning sickness again. 
You know, isn't it like every day around this time? Gee, I don't feel so good. Oh, it's going to be lots of fun. And, and you'll be beautiful. But with that glow and the varicose veins and your nose swelling up like a Christmas wino. But honey, as I recall, pregnancy was the happiest time of your life. Well, that and the three years it took you to lose the weight. Al, you are a pig. Yeah, but it won't be me squealing those 40 hours during labor. <laughs> What's the matter, honey? You look kind of pale. How about some nice clams and peas? Oh. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow I'll shrink all the clothes. <laughs> You can't buy that for half a mil. <laughs> he was wicked ruthless to the point where I felt bad. For, and then I'm like, oh, wait, what do you mean? I was like, Peg just, uh, she was just so horrible to Al for doing this for how long? Nine months? Oh, like, huh. she totally deserved it. All of it. And he he was kind of had a pretty good reaction for somebody who just found out he did all this for nine months like if i did anything for nine months and it was a waste of time because someone was lying to me i would i think i'd have a much worse reaction right yeah the enjoyment that he got out of it i, I guess enough right yep well he does still get the joy well he said you know tomorrow i'm going to shrink her clothes so <laughs> right right yeah uh, he, he does he can prolong this for right. you know at least until she gets her period i guess yeah and he can use that uh, – if I was him, I'd use that against Peg for future um, possible sex points. Yeah. Because of all that she just put him through. I like how he walks back at one point. He goes, that, that should have done it. No, ma'am. We'll be right back to wrap up this week's review. Be sure to join their Facebook group page for all the podcast news and updates. Be sure to subscribe to them on the Apple Podcast app and please leave a review telling them what you think of the show. To subscribe to their YouTube channel, just go to Channels and search up Married with Children Podcast. Now they're available on the TV Time app. Go to your app store and type in TV Time. Join their Patreon and support your favorite podcast with a small monthly donation. You can email them at marriedwchildrenpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for checking out this review. Now Dan, Jamie, and Alex are going to give their final thoughts on this week's episode. All right, how many family members are we exiting out of the old photo album for this episode out of five, Jamie? I'm going to X out five family members for this episode. Um, One, that's less Christmas cards I have to send. And (laughs) two... Nice. Uh, it's just, this is a really funny, outright funny episode. It is. It's tightly written. Mm. It's It moves along at a quick pace. There are a lot of really funny moments. And, yeah, it's just, a, it's a classic episode, I think. Yep. Nice. Dan, how about you? How many family members are you Xing out of the photo album out of five for this episode? You know, I would also give it five Xtile family members for this episode. <laughs> Yes. No, and like Jamie, Jamie just said it all. It was really tight. The jokes were, like I said, the thing that really um, put it over the edge for me is the fact that I was just cracking up during this whole episode. And it was, it, the pacing was well done. Um, I did like how the storyline, it fit in perfectly with with what the Bundys are and obviously it was about money and, and, and family members dying and all that. So it just fit in perfectly with, with that whole storyline. I liked Marcy's uh, lines in it. I just thought it was, uh, it was a great episode from beginning to end. And like I said, we were dying laughing this whole episode. So five X out family members. Wow. Yeah. Nice. I'm going to give it uh, 4.5 out of five X out family members of a photo album. It was great. Uh, I loved watching the deterioration of Al. So relatable. Peg taking those pills just so she can get what she's always wanted this whole time. Despite losing all this money. 
Kelly knowing everything about the pregnancy test. Marcy's bizarre whole thing she did there was just something to remember. The uh, the family members, <laughs> when he says, I'm sure you all became what you always wanted to be. Uh, <clears throat> that was just great. The ending was, uh, I guess, good because you did. It was a it was a twist. You didn't think the Lori would even be a part of this, you know. Uh, so it's weird that she ended up winning, and then it you, obviously she married the dude who was locked up, and then you get the payoff of him saying, "You'll wait for me, right?" And she's like, "Sure, sure." So that's just good stuff, man. So, yeah, that was a fun time. Uh, tune in next week as we review Mar- oh, a landmark, the biggest episode of Season 5. And I say that with even, um, there's some two-parters in here. The second one's not as good as the first two-parter. The first two-parter that's in Season 5 is the thing legends are made of. But uh, this episode that's coming up next week is just so big. It's called Married with Who? Married with Who? Marcy wakes up to discover a man in her bed and a wedding ring on her finger. Uh-oh. So the uh, the great times, Dan, that we have admired of Marcy's wild single life are a thing of the past. You know what's funny, though? You've been saying similar things about every episode. Um... Uh, at the end of every episode about the next one, practically this whole season. Like, season five is strong. Yeah, I keep building up the next, so they're always, yeah, you're right, I've done that a lot. Yep. And as we go along, I don't know, man, like, I I think this is definitely, I mean, we'll we'll have to go over this at the end of, of the whole run, but this is probably the strongest season, I think. Yeah, hey, it's part of the golden year, so yeah. We'll see. Not hard to believe. So, yeah, guys, tune in next week for the big episode where we meet Jefferson Darcy. Wow, this is going to be big. Yay!